0: Chapter Eleven of With Links of Steel. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Derek Trial. With Links of Steel by Nicholas Carter. Chapter Eleven: The Crime and the Means. Yes, Chick, it's as simple as two plus two, and we'll presently try to bag a part of our quarry. But first of all, I want a bit of corroborative evidence which I expect to get from that Hindu snake-charmer, Pandu Singh. Go in there first, Nick. Yes, it will not take long. Then I think we shall have the strands for a rope strong enough to hold that she-devil who murdered Mary Barton, grimly added Nick. These remarks were made while the carriage containing the two detectives was speeding through the city streets, then bright with the light and life of the early evening. "'What a dastardly crime it was, Nick,' observed Chick. "'It was the crime of a treacherous demon.' "'With jealousy the motive, eh?' "'No doubt of it. Yet her venomous arrow found the wrong mark.' "'That's just the size of it,' said Nick.' In the light of what you saw and heard on the stage that night, it is plain that Cervera is passionately in love with Venner. Surely. You remember that you saw him talking with Violet Page, and then observed Cervera in the opposite wings, angrily watching something or somebody out of your range of view. Plainly enough now, she was watching Venner and the singer. No doubt of it, declared Chick. AND SHE LOOKED FIT TO USE A poniard THEN AND THERE. JEALOUSY, GROWLED NICK. SHE HAD BEEN SECRETLY WATCHING VENNER. SHE HAD DISCOVERED HIS LOVE FOR Violet, AND DECIDED THAT THE GIRL WAS A RIVAL TO BE FEARED. HER FIERY SPANISH BLOOD WOULD SHRINK AT NOTHING. SHE WENT THE LIMIT AND TRIED TO MURDER HER RIVAL. IN SO DOING, HOWEVER, SHE BUT KILLED ANOTHER she must have worked adroitly to have accomplished what she did it may not have been so very difficult replied nick she was on the stage each night and also that infernal snake den she quietly learned which of the venomous reptiles would best serve her deadly purpose and then found an opportunity and a way by which to secretly steal it a hazardous job at that muttered chick The jealousy of such a woman fears nothing, Nick rejoined. To lure the desired snake into a box and then take it home and confine it in the jewel casket may have been done quite easily. It must have been done before the company closed its engagement. No doubt, admitted Nick. Then Servera was too crafty to use it at once. She waited nearly a week. Then she dressed herself in cheap attire put on a thick veil, and lay in wait for her rival's maid and companion to whom she gave the package and her instructions regarding it. What first led you to suspect the crime and the means, Nick? inquired Chick curiously. Several facts explained Nick. The girl's sudden death seemed peculiar. The jewel casket beside her was empty, at once suggesting that something had been removed or fallen from it. Yet nothing was to be found. That's true. The paper wrapper was punctured with a pin in many places, the holes running even through the lining of the casket. That fact, too, was suggestive. People are not in the habit of doing up parcels and then punching them full of holes with a pin. Well, hardly servera made those holes chick in order that her venomous captive might not expire for want of air no doubt of it nick but what do you think led mary barton to open the package after having been told not to do so curiosity perhaps replied nick or possibly she considered the circumstances to be so strange that she felt she had a right to open it be that as it may It is plain that Mary Barton sat down on the park seat after leaving Boyden and there briefly considered the matter. How do you arrive at that deduction, Nick? From the tiny tinge of fresh blood about one of the pinholes on the interior of the lining, explained Nick. The stain must have come from the point of the pin, and when the pin was drawn out of the box, not when it was thrust into it. In the latter case, the pin would have been cleansed before passing through the lining, and the stain would have been on the outside, rather than the inside. Surely! Then it at once became plain that Mary Barton, while sitting there, had thrust her hat-pin through one of the previously made apertures, possibly aiming to discover in this way what the box contained, and in so doing she probably pricked the confined reptile ah i see nodded nick all this strongly indicated that something might have been confined in the casket yes certainly not thus learning what the box contained continued nick mary barton decided to open it the moment she raised the lid the snake probably angered by its wound and long confinement instantly struck at her hand snake fashion and buried its fangs in her wrist hence the tiny red spot which you so quickly discovered precisely very shrewd of you nick greatly frightened the girl probably fainted and fell to the ground added nick in conclusion of the deductions by which he had solved the remarkable mystery the snake instantly scurried away through the grass and left no trail behind him before the girl could recover from her swoon the deadly poison had done its work the venom of some of these India snakes is horribly rapid in its action. That's true," cried Chick. "I saw one at the theatre that evening, the venom of which would kill a man in ten seconds—a wee bit of a cuss at that. Probably this was one of the same breed," said Nick grimly. At all events, I am sure that murder was the crime and a snake the means. And Senetta Servera, the criminal beyond the shadow of a doubt, declared Nick. And what do you expect to learn from the Hindu? I wish to know, in corroboration of my suspicions, whether Pandu Singh has missed any of his infernal reptiles. Ah, I see. If he has, my theory is surely correct, and we must next fix the guilt upon the guilty, said Nick firmly. I shall arrest Cervera this very night providing the hindu informs me that ah here we are at his door come into the house with me chick and we'll see what he has to say they had stopped before an ordinary brick house on the east side and nick quickly mounted the steps and rang the bell the summons brought a corpulent englishwoman to the door from whom nick learned that the hindu and his interpreter were still there doesn't pandu Singh speak english inquired nick dear me no exclaimed the landlady with a mute yet visible laugh visible in that her convulsions of flesh became observably agitated not the first word sir he talks only a bloomin jargon fit for snakes and spiders and that like nick laughed agreeably having a request on his tongue's end he has moved his beastly dinner reptiles into my cellar to stay till next season, sir. a orer I'd not stand for a minute, so I wouldn't only HE pays me very handsome for the same. then he intends remaining here all summer, does he? He do replied the woman with a startling terseness after the foregoing. I wish to see him briefly on business, said Nick. Go and ask him if he will receive us. The landlady complied, returning presently and inviting the two detectives into the house. She led the way to a rear room off the hall, at the door of which stood a swarthy foreigner who bowed and smiled as the callers approached. Is the interpreter? vouchsafed the landlady in a wheezy whisper. Nick nodded understandingly reading by the light of a lamp on a table in the room sat the hindu snake charmer himself clad in a rich loose robe of oriental fashion he arose with much deliberation and dignity when the detectives entered and gravely bowed in greeting while his interpreter hastened to place chairs for the visitors through the interpreter nick quickly explained his business and saw a look of surprise appear on the face of Pandu Singh, when inquiries were made about the loss of a snake. It took Nick but a short time to learn what he desired. Precisely as he expected, the Hindu had missed one of his snakes, about ten days before, one of the most venomous and dangerous of the lot. Hearing no reports or complaints about the missing reptile, however, Pandu Singh had come to the conclusion that the snake had died in the den, and then been devoured by one of his companions in captivity. So the Hindu had let the matter drop, and had said nothing about it. Nick did not disclose the true occasion for his inquiries, but invented a satisfactory explanation, and at the end of a quarter of an hour, the two detectives departed and entered their waiting carriage. Rather a dignified chap after all, that Pandu Singh, "'laughed Chick, as they settled themselves on the cushions. "'True,' admitted Nick, thoughtfully. "'Do you think, Chick, that we could make up to pass for those two swarthy Orientals?' "'Could we?' exclaimed Chick promptly. "'Well, Nick, I should say that we could.' "'I think so, too. "'You could do the snake-charmer, all right, "'and easily gabble a lingo that would pass for his.' "'Well, rather,' laughed Nick, and if I was wise to the game you wished to play, I easily could act as the interpreter and run the conversation correctly on my own hook. No doubt of it. Do it? Why, surely we could, repeated Chick. Why do you ask? I think it may yet become necessary or desirable to make a move of that kind, replied Nick. Why so? Because, as I have suspected all along, I STILL THINK THERE IS SOME BIG GAME IN THE WIND, WITH THE Kilgore GANG BACK OF IT, AND THAT MURDER OF THIS BARTON GIRL MAY HAVE SOME CONNECTION WITH IT, OR AT LEAST GIVE US A CLUE TO IT. EGAD! I HOPE SO, NICK. WE SOON SHALL SEE. GOING AFTER SERVERA NOW? YES, AT ONCE, SAID NICK, WITH GRIM austerity. WE SHALL FIND HER AT HOME, AS USUAL she'll not imagine that i can have got on her track as quickly as this so no doubt i can easily land her before midnight i want bracelets on the white wrists of that spanish daredevil end of chapter eleven